Welcome to another episode of the Blokebusters podcast. I'm Paul and today I am joined by the absolutely wonderful Cam Silly of the Jacked Up Review Show. <laughs> you flatter me. <laughs> uh, well, I thought that's what I was supposed to do. I could have said I'm you're an real, absolute shithead, but uh, there I'm you go. I'm a real <laughs> bastard, my dude. I am an absolute bastard. You know, I think that's actually a record for the quickest time we've had swearing on the So, but there we go. Uh, <laughs> but yes, um, uh, thank you very much for coming on for this and actually kind of revising, um, revising, no, reviving. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. Um, uh, a series that we did for a little while, several years ago now, actually. It's something I've wanted to get back to, but. Uh, it wasn't until <laughs> you suggested uh, that we talk about Spiral that I realized we could get into it. So, yes, thank you. Um, but uh, Whatever works. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever works. Um, you got a pretty simple show, and we do a lot of the same stuff with franchises, and it's just cool to just see where does it eventually degrade or divide its audience or just suck. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's, there's a lot Embrace of that the out suck. there. <laughs> First up, though, I do need to go over a couple of quick things. Uh, the biggest change that uh, people are going to see moving up is that the server that we have been using to host this podcast for the last decade has decided to stop running as of the end of this year. So I am in the process of moving everything over to a different RSS feed, funnily enough, at rss.com. Uh, so I will be putting this out on both of those feeds. For those of you that get this through the original feed, you are going to have to just make sure that you find that new feed. I will put both in the description of the episode and uh, just send it to Jigsaw. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> Oh, yikes. Wrong one. Yes, no, not, not him. Only fans. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, exactly. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, so yes, ho hopefully uh, those of you that are listening to this that uh, are completely unaware of the change, uh, now you know, and uh, now you'll it's be able to, uh, to <sighs> switch over and not miss any of the future episodes. Uh, I Yeah. I do have a bit of a habit of uh, going a couple of months between episodes, but, uh, you know, life does that, unfortunately. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And the other update is that uh, as of the end of this year, we will be moving to a different network. And uh, in the next episode, you will actually get to hear more about that because I'll go into a little bit of a spiel about that, but uh, not quite ready to uh, to... You know, drop the hammer on that right now and let you know. So that'll be a little surprise for next episode. Uh, but yeah, uh, so getting into uh, this franchise, this franchise is, of course, as you will have realized by the title of this episode, uh, we are talking about the Saw franchise. We will saw my leg off. 
I, yes, I believe that happens a couple of times uh, throughout the franchise. Well, that's right. Uh, but uh, greatest hits. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we will specifically be reviewing Spiral um, for the majority of this. However, I do feel like uh, we need to go into our introduction to this franchise and uh, also sort of explain <laughs> what we've seen before we got to Spiral. So, um, uh, you know, guess first. Uh, how is it that you came across this franchise and what were your initial thoughts? <laughs> Boy, I... Okay, so the first one I knew was in bad company when it had a high user score and an abysmal critic score, and I was pretty much with the critics. I'm like, yeah, I trust them. I'm pretty sure it's garbage. It got the Rift Tracks treatment. It got uh, just so many people talked about, it. oh, it's so amazing. And then James Wan had a bigger career and got into action movies, and I was just like, God, he has a very eye-catching music video look in the worst possible way like i just reject everything that's he has on screen because i just don't buy whatever he's attempting to create on screen because it's just so out there and then yeah saw i saw on saw on uh sci-fi channel and it was just interesting because i it's totally predicted the end is like the guy the dead body has to be the killer <laughs> there's just no other way they know all this detail and it just uh I, I just i had it just as, until the last frame you know i i, I can do claustrophobic low budget movies like night of the living dead or cube but yeah the, the fact that this was thought it was as brilliant as seven and what have you or texas chainsaw i was like no is this has this ha head up its own arse and i yeah, like the music ends, but it, the music sounds like a repeat melody of someone moaning, like, no, I'm like, this, this is not a movie. And then here we are later, we're on installment number nine. And, you know, I would just always catch one of these movies. It was a perfect kind of hate watch where you're just like, man, someone thought this was brilliant. Someone thought this was ingenious. Someone thought this made any kind of fucking sense. <laughs> Right. I mean, um, I do feel like these films were definitely good return on investment for these studios. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lionsgate loved it. Man. Yeah. It's like, I mean, like the the initial film, I'll, you know, uh, perfectly honest, I enjoyed watching it just because it was different. You know, like most, well, most horror fine. films at the it. time, you know, they, they were starting to get just very hack and slash. I mean, you know, you know rip off screen for the end time yeah pretty much i mean yeah the, the were you a wishmaster fan just curious <laughs> um you know i've never actually watched the wishmaster series oh, really? i am a uh, a leprechaun fan i did enjoy that a show. lot like that hellraiser and gremlins and i just figured that kind of kept horror kind of fun for a while just the cult underground kind of movie where you're like did you see that outrageously violent movie oh you gotta check it out it's funny yeah and uh, yeah a lot of those films coming out of the 80s yeah they they really sort of hit the nail on the head for that and then the 90s just became more uh, oh this was 90s uh, oh really that came out of the 90s i'm surprised most of the right. most of Along those cult classics come from the 80s <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> yeah. yeah and gremlins it was it just kind of just the middle of the pile and it was okay like cube it was pretty low budget but it made a shit ton of money back so they kept making them well, i mean i'll have to at the very least check out the first one see what's going on there oh yeah uh, but yeah no um uh 
I, I kind of enjoy just the sort of simple nature of it com- compared to a lot of the films around at the One time. Um, and, you know, I, uh, a, a lot of films, I, I think studios really want there to be big things going on, spectacle, really draw the audience in. So I, I was I was appreciative that uh, it wasn't just that for the whole time. Um, right. And, and then I, I remember the second one just kind of being fairly dull fairly boring wasn't really too fond of that one the third one i actually Let's enjoyed have the supporting cop interrogating yeah <laughs> yeah I, I actually enjoyed the third one i thought that one was all right and then um and then i watched half of the fourth one half of the fifth one i just i couldn't bring myself to finish them saw the fifth one like three different times like it was just always on like a free streaming site and i just kept encountering it for whatever reason and i'm like that this has like the most plot twists, but like zero likable characters. <laughs> There's like a crooked police chief, a guy who's faked his dad, and all these other mumbo jumbo. Yeah, and it, it, oh. it really did just become kind of like hostile. Um, did oh, yeah. like you know just see uh, the the gore porn as it were. Like this is it's just okay. What's porn, gonna yeah. be? Yeah, what's going to be the trap? How are people going to die and all of this sort of stuff? And it's like, okay, there were definitely some inventive things throughout the series. I'll give it that. But they didn't seem to put any (laughs) any effort behind pretty much anything else. You know, (laughs) yeah, everyone just didn't even find the way they killed anyone really all that clever. I was just like, so why do we care? We're just not invested. We're just going to stand here. It's not scary. It's not unintentionally funny. It's just, I mean, I didn't mean it was necessarily overly clever, but it was just, (laughs) I would rather go go to an actual slaughterhouse, you know? Yeah. It (laughs) it was just more sort of interesting setups, you know? Um, uh, (laughs) Yeah. For instance, I, I did enjoy because um, at some point I was just like, I'm just gonna look up uh, like the deaths because really like that that was the only thing that was even remotely like I'm somewhat interested in what they did with that. Um, like, <laughs> like about four years ago, so like, I'm gonna look up uh, one of the YouTube compilations of one of the most uh, like you know interesting deaths in the saw franchise a five minute version of the human centipede <laughs> <laughs> um and, and there was one that was basically um it was uh actually one that chester bennington was in it's like some kind of weird group thing that happened and i was like i i saw it all happen but i was like okay i'm not i have no idea what the idea is with this one like it's just was it just we're just gonna have five people die in quick succession? Because that's not really what Saw was about, like in the beginning. You know, it's just it's like mm-hmm. okay, now we're getting to the point of um, jumping the proverbial shark, and uh, yeah, uh, which to be honest, I'm surprised there hasn't been a shark somehow. Um, it's like a shark will drop in your head. Sharks. Uh, <laughs> That would be more interesting to see Mother Nature get its revenge on bad people. Yeah, it, yeah instead of like a, a pendulum blade coming down, like it's just a shark will drop on your head. <laughs> you not finish this. Like, yeah, I don't know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, obviously I kind of just lost interest as it went on. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're just the what little interest it was like I every had. other year yeah no it was literally every year <laughs> it's like yeah you know he's just gonna get away so <laughs> are you supposed to root for him because i can't root for this dude yeah slicing people up <laughs> yeah and and especially after the first one 
ended with a twist, um, you know, regardless of uh, whether or not you were able to figure it out, that meant every single other one was going to have some kind of thing at the end that flipped things on its head or that made you go, mm-hmm. oh, wait, actually, this was what was going on. And and then it was like, okay, like you you can't have that like every single time and expect it to work every single time it didn't work yeah Yeah. and then it's just like okay so you're not only just too cute you just don't care (laughs) yeah and like it it's something where it's you know you're you're obviously watching everything happen and maybe you're supposed to care about the people in it you know maybe not uh but but then you know at the end there will be a actually here's what you didn't know moment and then you so you're just kind of watching the whole film kind of going okay what's it going to be is it that person maybe there's this going on like and you're not really focusing on it you're not actually paying attention which you're waiting for it to be conclude yeah, yeah pretty much so it's just yeah it, it, it's a lot <laughs> and i believe they effectively were like yeah we're closing this franchise twice three times something like that because there was i think five was supposed to be the final one and then i think seven or the eight was the final one and now i think it was the final chapter and yeah or some other reboot and then yeah, yeah something like that and now this is technically Spiral. it's from the book of saw which i didn't realize there was a book but all right um and uh yeah like Maybe they were planning on making more. Maybe not. I honestly don't know. Did it make any money? Uh, well, I can actually, I can tell you the uh, the figures for that because um, this was a uh, a budget of twenty million dollars, which I assume is the highest budget of any of these. I've not bothered to check. Yeah, all the extra <laughs> actors: Sam Jackson, Marisol Nichols from Riverdale in twenty four is the yeah, I'm, lieutenant. I'm honestly kind of surprised Chris that, Rock. that they got. Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson and only spent $20 million. Yeah. They made a joke and then they just went along with it. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I gave them a pitch meeting and they took it. And it's like, they didn't care. I doubt they even read the pitch. Uh, probably not. Um, <laughs> I'm the puppet master. I'm the dude who creates the saw. Well, I, I can tell you that the, the box office take for this film mm-hmm. in 2021. So, you know, probably was somewhat impacted by uh, by the recent pandemic uh, but uh, a total box office of 40 million six hundred eighteen thousand nine hundred and twenty US dollars oh God so it basically if you take the traditional adage of whatever the budget is double it because you've got to include marketing it made about six hundred thousand dollars oh jeez uh, so yeah, by pretty much any metric, that's going to be the final entry because if it's Let's not hope. making any real return, and you know that's obviously not taking into account digital sales and stuff like that, so it's going to make more money for them. People are going to buy it, uh, but uh, yeah, like there are a lot of people I kept say- seeing. They're like interested. I'm like, why? <laughs> I want to see it. It looks like it'll be bad. I'm like, well, there's other stuff you can spend your money on. Yeah, and it's good. There is sort of a, an aspect. Of- Porn costs less. That's free. Jesus. <laughs> 
there is an aspect of like schadenfreude to it a little bit it's just like okay like how far has this thing fallen uh but uh <laughs> yeah no it it, it it i i think we should probably get into uh reviewing this final entry hopefully um, for the franchise kind of a spoiler for uh ultimate reviews at the end but uh, i think it's quite clear we didn't enjoy it very much but uh but yes, um, and now for something completely different. <laughs> a man with three buttocks. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I wish. Yeah, I wish we were reviewing it now for something completely different. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah, I feel like most people don't actually know that there genuinely was a theatrical release of something called "And Now for Something Completely Different" before they made uh, the Holy Grail. Um, yeah, and Holy Grail. It's, yeah, it's but. Yeah, and I, I know some people who don't consider it a Python film because it quite literally was they redid a whole bunch of their most popular sketches and released it as a feature-length thing. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, uh, I enjoy it. it. it it's actually got some uh, some nice uh, adjustments and upgrades to the sketches that they did. So uh, Totally. Definitely check it out. But, 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 but. Um, (laughs) Let us, uh, let us actually get into this. So. If there's anything to get into. I I know. I I feel like we're going to be bashing on a fair bit in this. Um, uh, And I I don't want it to be totally that. um, Mostly because there are one or two things from the film that I did kind of enjoy. So, um, so (laughs) I will touch on that uh, in a little bit, but. um, I guess uh, uh, since we covered thoughts on you know the franchise as a whole, what were you thinking when you sat down to watch Spiral for the first time? Like, what what was your thought process? Uh, basically, I just figured with all the ridiculous people they enlisted, it's going to keep getting wacky. Okay. So just kind of just you know whatever, it's going to be wacky. It's going to be all kinds of crazy. Okay, <laughs> and uh, I was actually surprised. You know, just I, I kept. I know it's Lionsgate, but I was even looking for their earlier logo, Vestron or Trimark Presents, because <laughs> it did just feel like a rejected like mashup for like Leprechaun or um, every other kind of serial killer movie, <laughs> Prom Night <laughs> Seven, and it, it just. Uh, I think I just started going along for the ride and just guffawing just nonstop when. <laughs> Uh, just the lieutenant kept coming over and then it felt like a cheesy like 90s cop movie <laughs> i believe in you <laughs> yeah a little bit i can, I can see that there. i mean um... and just everyone just doesn't really s- sell their part if that makes sense and sam jackson totally phones it in like he gets the most ridiculous death. <laughs> yeah i mean like... uh yeah i'll say like because obviously um i went over my thoughts on the previous entries um that i've seen i freely admit i i think there's two or three i haven't seen at this point um and i'm not likely to to revisit them it's uh, too much trouble yeah but um uh you know i went into this one thinking okay they've at least got a couple of bigger names like you know and it's not one of those things of oh like there's someone in it that you didn't know was going to be in it and there's like a surprise name no it you know, it Chris Rock, Sam Jackson. Surprise is really needed here, and there's just not much surprise, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I heard the name, and I was like, okay, they can both pull in 
good performances. Like they they can both do really well. So let's yeah. see what they've done. And um, I I do wonder if they they had any hand in the dialogue at all because no, Chris Rock was like a producer, so I wouldn't be surprised if he came up with some random stuff. That oh yeah, probably. And it's it's a uh... It's his gimmick. It's his idea. Yeah. And they went with it. I mean, I'll, I'll freely admit, I thought Chris Rock gave the best performance. Like, I, there are definitely scenes where he was... He plays it straight, yeah. surprisingly. You think the entire time he's going to do something like Chucky or something and come at everybody. And it's like, no, he's playing it completely yeah. safe. And near... I will say the violence isn't the most appalling that you've seen out of all the whole franchise. It's pretty tame compared to most of them, but yeah. when it happens, <laughs> it always feels like it's by a different unit, like a second unit. Cause it doesn't mash up with the existing shots or other footage. And you're just like, did they film it with a different camera or something? It's just, it looks a little sloppy. And each time it just reminds you why you just find it so tasteless in segments for the other shit ones. Cause they're just like, it's just so ridiculous and cartoonish to where you're just like, I can't take it serious. And at the same time, it is kind of unintentionally funny. And at the same time, yeah, this is a lot. This is a trashy movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's always interesting to me. Um, yeah. Obviously Chris Rock playing it completely straight. Uh, something so rare. Yeah, something I, I've, I've really noticed is that there, there are many people who, do lots of comedic roles and maybe I don't enjoy them as much in most of their comedic stuff, but as soon as someone who is very good at comedy does a straight role, it's like, Holy shit, that person can actually act. You know, uh, he actually gave it his all. <laughs> yeah. Like I, um, I, uh, am on record as saying, Will Fell, I pretty much can't stand his like, comedies where <laughs> i mean pretty much all of his comedies are this person is an idiot and that's the joke and i right. absolutely abhor that style of comedy there's no imagination it, or effort required like, i mean it's pretty done. much just in my opinion uh, it feels like you're just punching down like you're just like this person's stupid and that's funny it's like no, there's got to be... Um, and there's no challenge to any yeah. of it. It's just, it is what it is. Yeah, like, but it's like, well, if that's all there is, then there's nothing. And, and there's got to be like some genuine like naivete in there. There's got to be some sincereness to it. Like, say, Mr. Bean. You know, like, he, he, he yeah. really has no common sense. He's not, uh, by all accounts, a smart man. <laughs> but he is completely sincere and... The joke isn't he's an idiot. The joke is, look at this weird situation that has been caused by like the action, and like that. That's the difference, in my opinion, to a lot of the stuff like, um, like Anchorman. Every single character mm -hmm. in that is just they're either a complete and utter idiot or they're conniving. Those are the only yeah. things. Um, so it's like, I I couldn't stand that. However. Will fell in like Stranger Than Fiction. My goodness, that man is an incredible. So actor. unrecognizable. You're like, that's the same dude. What? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like Steve Carell, same thing. Like, um, uh, yeah, I, I actually do enjoy Steve Carell in some of the the comedic stuff that I've seen him do. But again, his just straight performances in in some of those are just incredible. Like uh, Little Miss Sunshine. 
it's he, he's astonishing as the uncle in that uh, but uh but yeah, no, it's it's right. it, it's something that I was uh, I was surprised by with uh, with Chris Rock there, and then at, uh, as you mentioned, uh, like you're kind of watching that, and then you end up getting quite literal flash cuts to these situations that the you know the corrupt police officers have been put in, uh, and it's, it. I don't know. Again, I haven't seen the previous two Saw films, so maybe by this uh, point, this is the style. Probably fast forwarded from. Besides <laughs> <laughs> it, that thing of okay, someone is stuck in the trap, and now we're going to effectively do the Matrix bullet time around you, but we're not actually mm-hmm. going to slow the time down. Um, <laughs> and we're going to bring Cariels back somehow. It's like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay this tone doesn't fit with the other tone that you've got going. And obviously like the, the weird camera stuff, like stuff that's going on there. Like, okay. That, that must be what those scenes have turned into now. Um, and the, there's a lot of like flashing lights and quick cuts and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, given that the rest of the film is absolutely not that it is so jarring. Uh, it really is. <laughs> and that's putting it lightly. Yeah. <laughs> it's so convoluted for convolution's sake. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> to make any effort would just, yeah, you you would even, just, you know, shit the bed sideways. You'd be like, okay, well, I mean, <laughs> not going to figure anything out. But I, you know, I do actually have to ask uh, for this because obviously you mentioned that, um, yeah. Some of the the actual horror, the actual gore and stuff like that, it, not as bad as as some of the other entries. Um, so my question to you then is, what was the you know the the jigsaw trap killing whatever, uh, however you want to refer to it? What was the one that you I guess hated the least? <laughs> Would probably be the best way to put it. They all kind of blended together for me. Yeah. They- Usually the other ones stand out because of how, yeah, you know, it's just a glowing dread and there's no suspense, but you're just like, oh my God, that's just so graphic. It's like Hellraiser without any themes to grasp onto, you know? Yeah. Um, you're, you're, you don't know what to react because, you know, there's no demon or somebody, you know, preying on someone, you know, monologuing. Yeah. And here is just like, I, I guess I was just trying to figure out just one of the other in traps, like when they first like are checking out a house and somehow like capture someone or go after a killer, and it's like I'm lost. Yeah. So, uh, how did they decimate an entire police station? You know? Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely is how one of those. It in there. It's one of those suspension of disbelief that is the most tricky with these films because, like, okay. There's nothing to connect. Yeah. yeah so anyone yeah. who's doing these. So um, obviously John um, and I, I'm blanking on the name of uh, at the last name of the original guy, but uh, I want to say Kramer, but I don't know if that's right. Uh, <laughs> the the original uh, Jigsaw, um, you know, he set up like warehouses and would get people to the warehouses specifically because he can control that. Whereas it does seem like a lot of these uh, traps that you see, it's like, okay, um, 
this is in the basement of a police station. Like, um, how? Like, <laughs> the, yeah. The, I I understand, uh, and uh, obviously spoilers for the film. Should you? for some reason, decide to watch it after everything we've just been talking about. Uh, it turns out that the person who has been uh, Chris Rock's partner throughout the uh, whole thing is actually the person that's been doing the killings and is behind it all. Um, like, yes, even though someone who works in the police station would have access to the basement, um, did no one else. Uh, is there no other setup that would make yeah. it incredibly obvious so, and, um yeah we were set up with the setup whatever <laughs> yeah it, it it is something where there was too much of a suspension of disbelief for me and uh, to, to go along with that one as... and i've seen the gal playing the lieutenant you know it's like i believe in you you know i've seen her be good and stuff but everyone just seems to just deliver their dialogue in just like very few takes or just it's so cliche. There's really nothing you can do except they just look concerned, and we're just so distracted by the overdramatic music playing or just the awkward camera angles. There's so many just like closed-in claustrophobic shots, but it doesn't give the intended claustrophobic meaning. You're just kind of like, well, uh, that was just one way of doing it, and they chose a bizarre way. Of doing it. Yeah, <sighs> it, it, God. so sure. Um, and one. <laughs> One thing I found odd about this is that, um, like, in thinking about the different traps that we see throughout the the film, and, and it's a trap. I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a trap. Uh, but uh, yeah, that, like trying to think about all of those things, and um, they, and what do they even mean? Like, there's like they keep going around. Hey, so and so is actually the killer. I'm like, well. <laughs> We know going into this, it's got to be Chris Rock. He said in interviews, I'm the creator of Jigsaw. So it's just like, that can't be it. I was trying to think like, as I was watching it, like, okay, are any of these survivable? Like, like genuinely, because in, in the original one, the, there was an actual sense of, like, given the amount of time they had and what they had to do, it's like, okay, with the exception of, right. I believe, it's like the Running Man or just any of those other ones, where a battle royale where you can do this. It's just you might have to lose a limb just to survive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but I, I was. There's no ticking time bomb here. You're right. Yeah, it's kind of like, well, so who is the killer? How did that person just die? Yeah, and, and but then it was like, okay, I don't think any of the traps that we saw are genuinely survived. Like uh, the one where the the no. first one that we saw where the guy was hanging by his tongue in front of a train, like number one, the, like the second he kicked away that thing, like realistically that tongue should have just come off. Uh, but then he's lying on a track. <laughs> it's like the, yeah. there, there was pretty much no chance that he was going to get out of that. The one where the guy had his fingers in the thing that, like you could argue, well, he took longer to wake up from the anesthetic than <laughs> than was thought. But it's like, yeah. But we once again, we just don't care about him. Yeah. So it's just a more, it's just more kind of WTF ish kind of though. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's like, it's like oh, oh, they okay. went there. <laughs> yeah, it's like I I genuinely couldn't think of any of those things where like there was a reasonable chance that someone could have got out of the thing that they were in. It just, it's, I mean, especially 
the last one where he yeah. where he's got his dad like in the thing and, and then he sets up the wire specifically Help me. yeah like, it's like okay that that one was on purpose so that that one was intentionally done so that uh, he would end up getting shot but also not a single one of the people there so not chris rock character not samuel jackson character even though you know it's established for a second that his voice is hoarse uh so yeah um, it just makes me wonder if he just wanted to give very little effort or and then, i mean maybe genuinely on the day his voice was hoarse he was just like okay this character is just weak from this so he can't talk very much or something i don't know but uh he always says he knows everyone's lines but I can't imagine there were many lines to have to remember that anyone was saying. <laughs> and then on that scene, yeah, no, not really. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, it's like nobody in the room, obviously he's shouting like, no, 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 whoa, whoa, whatever. It was like, why does nobody just say he's in a jigsaw trap? He is being made to do this. That's not like, you know, actually explaining what's going on instead of just doing the stereotypical of everyone right. yelling and all of this it would stuff. be like if you had the movie speed or one of the diehards you know like imagine if diehard free was just sam jackson coincidentally and bruce willis arguing about how much many liters of water were in there but for two hours you know and you'd be like no <laughs> the time limit has passed you've explained it you know the first rule of screenwriting is show don't tell yeah <laughs> yeah and it Unfortunately, this film does an incredible amount of telling at the same time as showing it. And just building even more plot holes because you're already, you know, you already, like you say, have to suspend belief. Okay, how did they get captured? Okay, and no one saw. How did the death traps get set up? Okay, you know, this isn't going to be detailed like a CSI or Criminal Minds episode where they got to justify the gore and how smart the detectives are. You know, it's just... and. Uh, I mean, Sam Jackson, for instance, was in a really good movie called Unthinkable, which was often described as Song is 24, but it's hardly anything like any of those elements. It was just a marketing gimmick. Okay. But I thought it was interesting in that he, you know, there was ethics into question in how he interrogated his prisoners who were terrorists. It was a thinking man's movie. And it's just interesting how here <laughs> they're trying to be deep and yet. Like you say, they just keep digging themselves even more and just raising more questions. It's just like, you should have just left it vague. Like, the shorter, the better. That, And it is still mercifully, mercifully more shorter, but at the same time, it still just leaves more frustrating questions to where, like, you have to just literally be, like, a fan of just cheesy movies or just incomplete films that are kind of half-assing it because i i just can't imagine why anyone is going to be patient with any of these unless they just really don't care about a story and just want gore <laughs> and i mean obviously as time and time again has shown there is a market for that uh and i see people who are supposedly very bright and they think these are very clever and i'm just like but you hate all these other movies. You know, I've done the same thing with Fast and Furious where I've seen people who love those, but they hate something like Independence Day or Expendables or even a Michael Bay type blockbuster. <laughs> and you're just like, so those are a lot of the same thing. So I, I'm trying to find some consistency here and there's really not any consistency. So. 
it's consistently inconsistent, I yeah. guess, this time. If you want. Yeah, the same people that absolutely deride, like Transformers, what was it, uh, like The Last Night or whatever the hell it is, but then go on to talk about how Fast and Furious 6 is a masterpiece of cinema. And it's like, um, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, uh... Yeah, or, or they try to, like you say, they try to be trivial for the sake of just being dicks to one another, like <laughs> who has a bigger dick than the other guy. Like, and oh, well, I can't accept what they did in this newest Batman or Superman movie, even though they did something like that in Avengers, but I like Avengers, but it's like, well, if you have a problem with that, you should have a problem with the other one. It just doesn't make any sense. It's, you were talking about how there's unlikable people. I, I will see people do that with some gangster movies. I'm like, well, I thought you didn't like this kind of narrative or this kind of storytelling style. What, what, what's different here? If you, but then again, sometimes it really just is a preference. You either you might like Guy Ritchie, but not like Tarantino. You know, I, I don't know. It's up to you, but it does get interesting. Yeah. After a while, it's the same side of the same one side of the same coin, and you're just like, uh, okay, yeah, I don't follow. I don't follow at all. I mean, I'd, <laughs> I'd like to, I'd like to talk to someone that actually like really likes Guy Ritchie but hates Tarantino. Like, I feel like that would be an interesting conversation because um, right. I'd never Guy actually Ritchie doesn't exist without the other. Or yeah. I can do Coen Brothers, but I can't do some other famous, you know dark comedy guy and you're like what <laughs> yes I, I never actually put those two together until you said it but no yeah absolutely that that's i mean i've seen some of it i've seen some people say they can do homicide or the wire or prime suspect but they can't do i don't know law and order or <laughs> nypd blue it's just it's weird but I, I can do luther but i can't do line of duty i'm like well okay <laughs> I, they're kind of a lot of the same themes, but yeah. whatever. Or float your boat. Yeah, I'll, get it. I'll, I'll be honest with not expecting a Luther reference there. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. You, you might like a Spooks, but hate Twenty Four. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that... different type of terrorist fighting show. I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> whatever floats your boat. Um, this could have used a boat sinking or a boat float. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, just, just like halfway through the film, they just kill off all of the characters and just have an entirely new... I thought the lieutenant survived, I think. Or did she get sliced no, out no. of the female? No, she she died. She was um she was she had the, the hot wax or whatever that uh, kicked her head, basically. Ah oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> and and that was the thing, like the, the way that scene was shot, it was like, okay, did he get there in time? But then she's just not in the rest of the film so it's like okay i'm just i'm going to okay go i think them. i do remember that now it's like she was already dead so him he could have ran as you know su- as fast as superman and he still wouldn't have gotten there in time yeah and that's it i i, I never fully understood the timing of that particular one because it, it's, it's definitely something that was lacking in all these shows because it's hard to do i get that and at the same time it just adds more attention like there is a similar movie called Line of Duty. No, not the show. That had Aaron Ackard trying to save Giancarlo Esposito's daughter from a death trap. And like, if he doesn't get to the tank in time, the victim will like just drown from the you know flooding tank. Right. Pretty simple. <laughs> and they they kept cutting back to it. You know, just showing how high the water is rising. It needed something like that. But since everyone kind of again, you know magically disappears and reappears you know often dead you're just like so 
what why why get attached they're gonna probably be dead in the next scene yeah i it, like, pretty much every single police character that had more than about 30 seconds of screen time was both a complete and utter asshole to the main character and yeah i hate you and then also no one was <laughs> gonna end up dead like it's just <laughs> I, or because we're related to and yeah the lieutenant like she just doesn't have anything except i believe in you and it's just like but anyone could say that it's kind of her job so yeah. she's blind to find that, that was actually one thing and uh, again i may have been disassociating a little bit not really paying as much attention <laughs> as i should have but why was the the lieutenant or the captain uh put was like was she also around at that time? And like, what I, 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 I completely missed why she ended up getting killed. It, I felt like there was an implied sexual tension between the two, which would be add to the unprofessionalism of this whole police squad. But it is uh, like, maybe I just see no other reason other than that she's his boss and he some they carry a lot about each other but just like okay but yeah i don't know and it, i, I <laughs> also don't care too much about it to, to actually delve into it so there you go uh, uh now yeah one one thing i did <laughs> find out about when doing uh just a quick bit of research for this did you know that they officially like the puppet that's in this is absolutely not Billy the puppet, completely separate puppet, as you can tell just by looking at it. Uh, did yeah. did you know that it actually has a name? No. Would you like to know what the name is? Uh, asshole number one. Not quite. It is Mister Snuggles. Mister Snuggles. Mister Snuggles. Was that in the publicity material? I don't know. Um, this is just. Uh, I guess I don't recall it saying anything. No, I, I think that. Um, probably in just talking to the people that made the film like I, I think just the people that were in that department were calling it mr snuggles um and they took it very sarcastically they're like hey, they're gonna eat it up anyway even if it's the yeah you know, i mean like things since deep fried cheese <laughs> yeah it's not reference i don't even know if um Billy the puppet is officially named in the film. I think it's just uh, like it just is known as Billy. Um, so yeah, maybe they just did the same thing here. Where it's just like okay, like it, it Mr. Snuggles. There you go. Why not? Because uh, you know he looked like a Mr. Snuggles, doesn't he? Uh, <laughs> oh dear. Uh, well, I I I did try to find out. Like, is there going to be? another one like what's going on um they for a, spot, for a typical prequel it really doesn't break much ground it's hoping to get the second or third part is <laughs> like yeah it makes you wonder if everything is just better as just a you know mini series yeah <laughs> people just don't make use of their time uh well um i i would like to uh to just let you know um i could obviously you were uh, uh, very invested in in the franchise and uh, really wanting it to do well <laughs> um but uh yeah, I, I i figured you would be uh, uh so thrilled to find out that uh, there is going to be a 10th film 
and it will be re- not not a twentieth. Uh, no, not a twentieth. Uh, the very least, Damn. it will be a, a gotta get to twenty, baby. <laughs> it it will be the tenth Saw film. Um, it will be coming out in October of next year, and oh, uh, and Tobin Bell will be back. So I mean, he needs the money, <laughs> and potentially it could be Saw Nine because apparently I I can't remember who it was that said it. It was um uh, I think it was. Uh, the director who said just because they made Spiral doesn't mean that there won't be a Saw 9 because Spiral is not Saw 9. It is in the same you know, universe. So yeah. The, uh, it, Are we going to get Tobin Bell and Chris Rock? I don't know. <laughs> could be. There, there could be some kind of like Chris Rock just walks by in the background of a shot. Uh, so <laughs> there's a, a quick connection there. Um. But uh, but I, I will say, um, you know, I, I don't like these to be 100% just ripping into everything because, you know, the, they, so many people genuinely put a lot of time and effort into this. And uh, I, I was just wondering, obviously, my sort of saving grace for the film genuinely, as I said, was Chris Rock. I mean, he absolutely put in the work. He, he came really, up with the idea. They took his notes. Oh, yeah, yeah he, he really like gave a solid performance. Um, and comedians love dark material. That's where they get their material to joke about. <laughs> they yeah. look at the world very dark. Well, I mean, so. uh, one of my favorite comedians is uh, Christopher Titus, and uh, I don't think anyone oh, could uh, could accuse him of being too light and fluffy. Uh, <laughs> no, not not. He is not light. He <laughs> he goes in. And I mean, for God's sakes, Danny McBride and company, you know, were involved with the new Halloween. So, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people who, like you say, like to take a various twist to it. I mean, half the movies end up being kind of wacky versions of Twilight Zone or Monkey's Paw. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of a lot of amusing X-Files episodes, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> this could have used a Scully and Mulder just coming in and saying, what the hell is going on? And it doesn't have even that. You're just like... It's like it's part cop movie, part saw semi prequel. It barely, you know, makes any ground. And then the rest, I kind of feel like it would have been something that you might have seen in an 80s movies. They're just, you know, ratcheting up just the massacres. Somehow they wipe out a bunch of policemen. Yeah, (laughs) kind of. I mean, like, you know, I think it would have been, it absolutely would have been an aesthetic choice. But I feel like, the Saw franchise would actually do well if it had the same visual style as like Hammer Horror, you know? Yes, like because the- then you'd be ready for it. It would just be like, just go along with it. You're real finding it out at the same time. The character's finding it out. Yeah. And, instead of... And ha- having that green yeah. over the scenes as well would definitely like give it just that extra little bit of disassociation that you kind of need for that stuff and and of yeah course and if the, they want to be like the serial killer greats then they should try and be like said movies they should have every other scene is a SWAT team busting down a door and getting impelled or saying we're we came up empty like uh did you ever see Strangeland? uh i have not i've heard of it but it, it's not it's kind of been rediscovered because lionsgate was just doing so many psycho thrillers before you know <laughs> saw ever came out and that's kind of one that got rediscovered for how shocking it was but right and they've talked about doing a sequel to this cult movie 
but yeah, it was like written by like one of the guys from like Twisted Sister or something like that. But okay. it's not, I don't think it's half bad, but it's an acquired taste. And at the same time, I mean, they could literally just, you know, they could say something. If, and they could try so many different things. They could do crossovers and that might be good. They, yeah, I guarantee you, they would make twice their money if they crossed over with like Chucky or Puppet Master. <laughs> oh, probably. I mean, I I feel like just a versus movie for the sake of a versus movie. I mean, could, you know that that Child's Play saw sort of some weird crossover where it's actually like Chucky is the doll invented that yeah, actually or, is doing it you know like I, I feel like that would be right that would be good maybe blame the other killer for it and just so i don't know he could well what what would what it. would have to happen is that chucky would end up killing a person or two in a way that looked a bit like jigsaw and so jigsaw ended up taking credit for his kills and then Chucky See, would be... I like that. That's yeah. again, that's clever. That's fun. Both audit, both fan bases will love it because they're, you know, how it is. Their favorite killer basically won and lost. Technically, there's something for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of only Freddy or Jason or the alien or the predator can take this match. Yeah. Well, that, well, that's the thing because you know Chucky would be uh, incredibly pissed off that someone else is getting credit for his kill because it's his kill, and then. Jigsaw, whoever do the Jigsaw would be pissed off because they not only like, you know, I didn't kill them, but also like they didn't do anything wrong. Like they weren't being punished. <laughs> so both of them yeah, are annoyed. They that lost they nothing, <laughs> but it was a fun fake out. It was kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think, I think there would be, I mean, and that could be something where it's like, oh, it could be an episode of the TV series, you know, like it could just be a go. random like a Halloween More episode plausible. of the, the Chucky series. I think that would be fun. Isn't everyday Halloween in Chucky's world? I mean, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do Hellraiser meets Candyman. <laughs> but yeah, like in all seriousness, like aside from Chris Rock, is there anything in this film that you actually did enjoy? Like, yeah, well, all, yeah. There are some decent shots and it does move pretty, it's pretty tidy. It's not tedious, but at the same time it moves way too fast to also leave <laughs> enough of an impression so and, you know every other point we're making has both a positive followed by a negative like there's just no in between really yeah in fact you end up kind of in the in between like if you were to say i liked it it's not gonna be i really really loved it <laughs> and if you say i hate it well i don't hate it like the other ones which i thought were a waste of time and just too mindless but i still felt you know <laughs> mediocre experience but at the same time you're gonna probably see this with a bunch of drunk friends and guffaw so it is a trashy party kind of movie yeah I, I, that and and that's the thing it's like this franchise it, it almost it almost jumped the shark but is genuinely still trying like yes it makes me wonder where all these cops were because the biggest problem with all the saw movies is basically everyone just got abducted for unknown reasons and had no one to help them out and had no ability to fight back and virtually no cops in here we got cops but they're pretty much just a shooting gallery. <laughs> yeah i mean was that and no that, that was another weird thing that uh, i didn't really think about until um like a little while ago when i was trying to sort of revise my my notes for this it would say were there only like 
10 police officers for that entire district. It's like it, it looked like it, and the rest were extras or implied. Yeah, so there's, there's, police like there's, there's that basically that one room that everyone gathers in, and then that's about it. You don't really see anyone coming or going. You don't know how many stories it is or anything. Yeah, yeah so, so like it, it really feels like, oh, there's only 10 police officers for this entire city. Oh, okay. And then, you know, half of the police force just gets decimated. So, right. Yeah. And another one of those things was like, okay, so if we leave the camera rolling for another two weeks, like, does this city just devolve into mindless crime? (laughs) Then John Doe from Seven just shows up saying, see, you never had a chance. (laughs) Oh, man. It was a Hannibal Lecter's idea. Yeah. Anyone else's idea? Uh, Yeah. I, I believe we pretty much covered any of the things no, that we, didn't. we would, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that we would want to. There's so much to insight uh, and intelligence to get. Yes, uh, I mean that, that one time where you put down the cup. What do you think that meant? Uh, but no. Oh, <laughs> Paul, remember when you taught this in film studies? <laughs> I do, but I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh! Everyone walked out. Everyone said, "I'll take the D for attendance." <laughs> but yes, uh, and yeah, no. no no need to flog the dead horse more than the Saw franchise already has. So, um, there's dead horses. <laughs> I mean, this could this could have used a dead horse. Maybe a, <laughs> I don't know, a horse's head like Godfather. There should have been a scene where Chris Rock imagines waking up with Jigsaw's head eating him alive or something like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> that would have been funny. Okay, full on, um, uh, uh, full on Jurassic Park where it's uh, Alan hallucinating <laughs> the Velociraptor. <laughs> yeah there you go and he's talking to him oh yeah there he sounds like this computer from 2001 dave <laughs> dave i'm not dave I'm talking about oh yeah. so many deleted scenes to get that region free blu-ray allegedly i um well i i think we should probably wrap it up there so um they want two more hours of torture yeah (laughs) yeah we 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 don't want to do to the listeners what the franchise has been doing for the past couple of years uh uh, yes um uh, thank you very much for actually coming on and uh sort of helping revive this and and talking about this thank you it's been really interesting it's fun collab we 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 had to reschedule this so many times our bosses were (laughs) riding our asses and the holidays got in the way (laughs) yeah that's just uh and then technology crapped out on us so now yeah so so it could never just be easy can it no um but uh but yeah so why don't you tell people where they can find you and all of that good stuff jacked up review show is on all your favorite platforms anchor spotify podbean even youtube and we tackle everything from movie uh franchises much like yours to tv shows to music bands to books games and other variety we even discuss the best and worst kinds of restaurants (laughs) or some of the best and worst burger and pizza joints we've been to <laughs> all right yeah go go listen they're, they're cool jacked up views yeah cool cool team over there it's uh definitely worth your time uh you are welcome uh, anytime you want yeah oh, I, i'll happily take you up on that <laughs> and uh and yeah um for those of you that want to get a hold of uh of me and and blogbusters and oh, uh, paul bunyan <laughs> <laughs> yeah just search paul bunyan you'll find us easily uh no <laughs> so, he's got a bigger axe than jack torrance from the shiny 
Um, yeah, and definitely a bigger one than uh, uh, the one that was oh. already player one. <laughs> but, uh, but yes, uh, uh, yeah, please do find us on you know Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Blokebusters. Uh, you can go to blokebusters.com and check out a lovely little website there. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't been doing as much with that as I want to, but then again, you know, I, I'm running this by myself, assuming. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah uh, uh, please do let us know anything else you want us to talk about or any uh, thoughts you have about the episode uh, but uh, 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 I'm going to try that again yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yes uh, after everything that we've then done here uh, one more time thank you very much for coming on it has been a blast having thank you here and uh, I'll see you guys next time bye that's all folks in case I don't see you Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Hang on a minute, lads. I've got a great idea. Uh... Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.